0: Hello, and welcome to our podcast today. I am Jack. And I am Ben. Um, And today we're going to be discussing this essential question. Um, It is, what are the implications of adolescent brain development for juvenile justice? How can research on adolescent brain development be used to inform policies around juvenile justice? Um, So addressing this essential question
1: um, on juvenile justice and the adolescent brain, uh, many sentencings have changed, and many uh, like different perspectives have changed due to progressing research. Um, and to quote Harvard.edu, um, they've abolished the death penalty for crimes committed during adolescence. Found mandatory life, ma- found mandatory life without parole sentences for murder and violation of the Eighth Amendment, and eliminated life without parole sentences for crimes less than murder. And then this is all due to the progression of understanding of the adolescent brain development. So this is a quote from Harvard just saying how um, many different senses have changed due to the uh, ongoing progression of fur- like further understanding uh, the adolescent brain and how that might uh, influence different sensing. So that could be more fair. And
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into the scientific realm of it, taking a little bit away from criminal justice, Um, but also so in the recent years, um, science has discovered that um, adolescents and how their brains develop over time um, can be drastically changed or um, altered by drugs, um, environment, behavior. um, And that is mainly due to parents um, and how they bring up their child. Um, So in many impoverished communities where drugs run rampant um, and kids are not in the same situations as people of higher class, um, studies have shown that these children tend to have behavioral changes. And this is due to environmental changes, but also there have been recent studies that show um, how DNA plays a huge role into a child's behavior um, and how DNA and the difference in their genetics, um, how that DNA reacts to the environmental changes. Um, So hopefully with these changing um, scientific studies um, and how they're changing over time, um, restorative justice and in the criminal justice system will become a larger part instead of just mass incarceration and doing the wrong thing for people with um, different um, gene- or different genetics and different um, backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to wrap that up, another, like, how that might
1: connect and I found through from our my research, like, this kind of research could help scientists discover why certain juveniles with certain brain development developments could commit different crimes based on the things you listed, such as maybe family troubles, drugs, and mm-hmm. other um, influence that you listed.
0: Yeah. Um, and now to talk a little bit more about this, we're going to move into a study that we both looked at, um, uh, the Jason Sweeney case. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about, two different sides of that, um, the restorative justice background.